the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. We will talk with Josh Pick, bottom of the hour. Aptus Wealth Management. Mm. Fed meets this week. Amazon and Apple earnings reports coming out. What will that do to the markets? Uh, Joe Biden says inflation is coming down. Uh, and contrary to what? The Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of New York, brother of a law professor at Ohio State, says gas prices are not coming down. Gas prices are going up. 365 appears to be the consensus in central Ohio. And Patrick DeHaan of Gas Buddy says they will be over $4 a gallon by April. Yahoo! Can't wait for that. The uh, mainstream media delighted in repeating ad nauseum the phrase, the walls are closing in on Donald Trump. Walls are closing in. Now it appears that uh, the Democratic Party, opinion shapers in it, are immersing themselves in a walls are closing in scenario, not on Donald Trump, but on Joe Biden. Hmm. Here's Bill Clinton advisor. Um. I think it's Mark Morris, who says that um, the classified document scandal is, quote, going to be the absolute end for Joe Biden. He says the location of the documents in places where Biden's son, Hunter, could access them. And the fact that the documents we already know dealt with Ukraine and Great Britain and energy issues In Great Britain, opening up markets for Ukrainian energy, parenthetically Burisma, on whose board Hunter Biden wound up after writing a lengthy email that shockingly sounded a lot like a classified document. Uh, Here is Morris's quote. When Biden as president can't get more than 25% of the primary vote in his own party, that's near death. He is so incredibly vulnerable. You'd think he'd at least be at 40 to 50%. That means pretty much anybody that breathes on him can knock him over. (laughs) Well, I don't know that the classified documents have anything to do with Joe Biden's instability on his feet because he's 80 years old. And he is politically vulnerable, but is there anyone in the Democratic Party who would have the hubris to take on a sitting president. Now, of course, Joe Biden may not be a sitting president. I told you last week, I think this is the way the Democratic Party has to get rid of him during his first term in office. I believe he will either resign or be forced out of office because Democrats like having the White House. They thought they would have it forever after after Obama won two terms. Donald Trump shocked them. And they did not care for that. And yet they are so stupid that they continue to try to uh, make Donald Trump 
ineligible to run for president if they were smart, which they are not, thankfully. They would leave Trump alone, and perhaps he would ascend to the top of the ticket again, although Ron DeSantis certainly offers a stiff challenge to Donald Trump. And you see over the weekend, Connecticut Governor Chris Sununu said, there's no doubt in his mind, or New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu, that Ron DeSantis would win the New Hampshire primary easily over Donald Trump. Wow. That tells you who Chris Sununu is supporting. It's not Donald Trump. But the golden boy of the Democratic fever dreams to be the next president is Governor Hairgel Gavin Newsom of California. Now they have to exorcise Joe Biden from the White House to clear a path. And then there is the ticklish matter of a black woman occupying the vice presidency because she is a black woman. Not because Kamala Harris was qualified, not because Kamala Harris was a close second to Joe Biden in the presidential primaries. Uh, Do you remember when uh, George H.W. Bush wound up on Reagan's ticket? And do you remember when uh, Lyndon Johnson wound up on JFK's ticket? Probably not. That was a long time ago. But it's often the case that the vice presidential pick is the person who was left in second place because... Voila, you instantly unite the party and bring all the supporters of your top competition onto the ticket. That was not the case with Kamala Harris. She brought less than 2% of the vote onto the ticket. But the thinking was, because Democrats' thinking is flawed, well, if we bring a black woman on the ticket, all black people will vote for us. Now, I don't think that Kamala Harris had anything to do, really, with an overwhelming majority of black people voting for Joe Biden. I think that had a whole lot more to do with the fact that Democrats just generally have extreme loyalty in the black community. And because those who were on the fence and decided to side with Joe Biden did so much more because James Clyburn, the congressman from South Carolina, told them to uh, vote for Joe Biden than because Kamala Harris happened to be on the ticket. But back to Newsom. How do they elevate Newsom? And if they elevate Newsom, is Newsom someone who could win? Well, I never underestimate the power of Democrats to manipulate election results. And I never underestimate the degree of partisanship in our politics today. It is entirely possible that Gavin Newsom could be elected president if he's the Democratic nominee, despite the fact that the people of his own state tried to recall him, despite the fact that people are moving out of California in droves because of exorbitant tax rates and lousy schools and high crime and rampant homelessness. And despite the fact that Gavin Newsom says really stupid things like this. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a hold-your-hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically, I mean, God bless some of you. If you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, We all need to self-medicate periodically. Clean and sober is one of the biggest mistakes this nation ever made. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. That's an interesting political platform emanating from a place where Rampant drug abuse has fueled the homelessness problem in L.A. 
San Francisco is counterintuitive to say, you know, uh, being addicted is uh, is not always a bad thing because... Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. Yeah, clean and sober is one of the biggest mistakes this country ever made. Maybe Gavin Newsom realizes that people who were drunk voted for him. <laughs> I suppose that could be it. But uh, would that keep him from becoming president? I don't think so. Because we are at a point in our nation's politics where we root for laundry. Is he wearing red or is he wearing blue? Well, if he's wearing blue, I'm voting for him. He's a Democrat. I'm voting for him. Yes, I know his state is a train wreck, and I know people can't wait to move out of there. And I know he said that uh, clean and sober is one of the biggest mistakes America ever made. Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. Uh, This country, yeah. So, but it won't matter. It didn't matter that Joe Biden camped in his basement. It didn't matter that Donald Trump had the lowest black unemployment rate ever. Didn't matter. It didn't matter. Didn't matter. Doesn't matter. Won't matter. So Joe Biden has the office, and I don't know how long his hold on it will be. I think it's pretty tenuous because when you see more and more and more Democratic officials, and I've got another one here, Robert Gates, who was Bill Clinton's secretary. um, I think he was secretary of defense. Bill Gates, or not Bill Gates, Robert Gates. Robert Gates is the one who said, (laughs) Robert Gates is the one who famously said, that uh, Joe Biden had been, quote, wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. That's a Democrat talking about Joe Biden. And now Robert Gates is looking at Joe Biden sending tanks to the Ukraine, which Joe Biden said would cause World War III. And Robert Gates says Joe Biden didn't do it fast enough. He said a lot of this could have been done sooner. They're talking about it potentially being six months, a year or more before the Abrams tanks get there. I think the key thing about the Abrams tank decision was that it unlocked Germans being able to provide the same. So Robert Gates is uh, definitely a warmonger. He definitely wants tanks delivered to Ukraine. He's not a Joe Biden fan. He says it made him physically ill watching the withdrawal from Afghanistan. So you have more and more and more Democratic Party top people, recognizable names, people of influence, going on the record saying unflattering things about Joe Biden and his decisions made in office. And then the document scandal, which is capable of getting bigger every single day. You think, oh, they've been to his Delaware home. They've been to his Chinese money laundering operation. There are no more documents. Well, uh, actually, there are a lot more documents. Where are those documents? And why can't we get to those documents? Well, I will tell you where those documents are and... Who is stonewalling the efforts to get to them? Also, uh, Jim Jordan on with uh, Democratic bootlick Chuck Todd on Sunday. That was high drama. We'll have the audio next. So the drip, drip, drip of Joe Biden classified documents has abated, right? Oh, we're done. We got them all. We cooperated all the way. We keep telling these lies. Maybe you'll believe them. Well, there are more documents out there. The question is, will they be examined? They certainly won't be subpoenaed, and there won't be any kind of a law enforcement raid like there was at Mar-a-Lago. But 
Where are the documents and why can't we look at them? Here is Maria Bartiromo of Fox News answering those two questions. We now have new information on the bulk of documents that Joe Biden donated to his alma mater, the University of Delaware. According to lawyers representing the parties who are trying to get to these documents, there are 1,850 boxes and 415 gigabytes of electronic records consisting of the so-called Biden records. The documents are set to fill up two tractor-trailer trucks. What we do not know is who sent the money to the university to archive and maintain these records, as the university will not release the accompanying so-called gift agreement. Hmm. Who sent the money to archive the documents? And the university will not disclose the answer. Now, I was under the foolish impression that a state university, like Delaware, has to comply with freedom of information requests. How much you want to bet that some of the money that came to archive those documents had to be converted from yen or rubles into dollars? How much you want to bet? Now, there is no mystery as to the political leanings of Chuck Todd of Meet the Press on NBC. Uh, Kudos to Jim Jordan, congressman for much of our listening audience here. Uh, over by Urbana, St. Paris, and the surrounding areas. Uh, Kudos to Jim Jordan for going on with Chuck Todd yesterday, and they had a nice, spirited discussion. Here was a snippet from their conversations where Jim Jordan is pointing out that the Department of Justice is led by a partisan Merrick Garland, and as proof, Jim Jordan cited the fact that Merrick Garland used the threat, if not the actual investigation of parents going to school board meetings as a way to protect the wokeness going on in our public schools. Did the FBI not do its job? You don't think, if if okay, they were so trumping something what, up, wouldn't they be arresting someone? One of the people I mean, charged. You're, you're, trying to create a, you're trying, to create a, uh, you're trying no. to create a controversy out of the FBI following up on a tip. I mean, literally, one of the, one of the, here's one a mom. This is what Loudoun County, Virginia, school board member. If she doesn't quit or resign before the end of the year, we will kill her. But first, we will kill you. These were among the comments. In Dublin, no, no, Ohio, he, school board member, you have become so, our enemies. You will be removed one way or the other. Shouldn't the FBI investigate these one of the, one of the One of the people they went to investigate was a mom, and they said because she's in the group Moms for Liberty and because they have firearms at her house, they go investigate her. You get investigated in America for that, they, they show up at your house. Now, you don't think that has a chilling impact on, on, on other parents? So there's a school board meeting tonight. Mr. Jones is thinking about going and talking at the school board meeting, and then he says, you know what, maybe I won't go, maybe I won't speak up, because I know Mrs. Smith had a visit from the FBI last week. The chilling impact on First Amendment free speech is, the, is what we care about. This committee is about protecting right. the Constitution, in particular, the First Amendment. That's what the uh, Republican House is going to be trying to stand up for. Of course, the Democrats will fight them at every turn. Uh, Jim Jordan, not done talking about DOJ election interference. When is the FBI just going to stay out of the election process? Just let we the people decide. Let the American people decide. In 2016, they spied on Trump's campaign. 2018, it was the Mueller investigation. 2020, they, they helped suppress the Hunter Biden story. 2022, they raided the home of a former president 91 days before an election. Maybe just let right. the American people decide. Now, that would be refreshing. Uh, Chuck Todd, of course, has an effective comeback to the allegations that the Department of Justice is not, as Merrick Garland keeps telling us, uh, without uh, favor. Uh, Chuck Todd 
says something in this soundbite that may escape you. But don't worry, I'll replay it for you after we go all the way through it. You paint it as a picture of the FBI did this, this, and this within hours of each other when it was actually a year and a half of Donald Trump not complying with any of the requests from National Archives. A year and a half. This is not some sort of uh, proof that (laughs) somehow that they've weaponized and playing politics over here. They raided... They raided Trump's home. They haven't raided Biden's home. Because they, Biden didn't defy a subpoena, Congressman. Nah. He defied a subpoena. Nah. By the way, he had 60 days to they comply with Trump's, the subpoena before they actually executed President the Trump warrant. had documents locked in a room with Secret Service protecting them. Uh, President Biden had documents in his garage and in a think tank that was funded by the Chinese. I think there's a difference. President Trump was the only guy who was actually right. president. Right. The, I mean, you talk about that. You're worried about the Chinese and, and, and Hunter Biden. No, I'm just saying, I Are think there's a difference. Are you worried about the Chinese and Donald they Trump? They took pictures. They took pictures of... Are you at all worried about that? No, Jer- I, I'm not. But they took pictures of, of the documents at Trump's house. They took no pictures of documents. In fact, it's not just me who would like to know what went on here. Senator Warner said it last I, week. He would like to get a briefing. He wants to see the documents. No and guess what? The FBI the issue, is saying, no, but they took pictures the issue of the folders is not whether, in Trump's home. The issue is not whether Joe Bi- what Joe Biden did. Uh, no, the issue, is, the issue is equal why treatment is it... under the law. That's the issue. No, the equal issue is treatment you do under the not law. seem to ever see the same conspiratorial problems when it's a Republican. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? Did you catch what Chuck Todd said in the middle of all that back and forth? The issue is not whether Joe Bi- what Joe Biden did. The issue is not whether Joe Bi- what Joe Biden did. The issue is not. The issue is not whether Joe Biden, what Joe Biden did. The issue is not what Joe Biden did. Really, why not? Why is that not the issue? And then at the end, he's like, well, you're really concerned about this when it's a Democrat, but you're not concerned about it when it's a Republican. Hello, Chuck. Did you not just say? The issue is not whether Joe Biden, what Joe Biden did. <laughs> I mean, give me a break, please. Look, two things can be true at once. If Donald Trump broke the law, okay, prosecute him. But as Jim Jordan pointed out, the documents at Mar-a-Lago were under lock and key guarded by the Secret Service. Who was guarding the documents in the garage in Delaware? Hunter's Russian prostitutes? Oh, by the way, if Don Trump Jr. or Eric Trump had been on the board of a foreign company, an enemy of the United States... Making $86,000 a month, which works out to an annual contract for $1 million. If one of the Trump children had been on a board and there were classified documents missing that related to energy concerns in that country, do you think that Democrats would view Donald Trump having classified documents outside the area where they were supposed to be and his sons or daughter having access to it as the nothing burger they tell us it is? With Hunter Biden? We're not that stupid, Chuck Todd. The issue is not whether Joe Biden, what Joe Biden did. Yes, it is. That is the issue. And what Trump did. Both are issues. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.